0: Once, when I was counting money with one of my Aikido students, he said something quite interesting. Now, mind you, I was counting a wad of money. It might not have been, might not have been that much money, but it certainly was a fair amount of scratch. And he was watching me count money with one hand, kind of flipping through bills with my short side. And he said, you know, sensei, It's a really good thing you are not a criminal because you would be very identifiable. And of course, yes, I I live my life with one hand. I basically stick out in a crowd. People stare at me constantly. I'm just that not-so-normal kind of thing walking around. So yeah, I definitely stick out and I know that I do. I've done a a number of podcasts about... (laughs) just people doing double takes and staring and this kind of stuff. But I actually gave, I actually gave that comment a fair amount of thought because I have been in quite a bit of trouble in my life. And I, at one point could have easily taken the road to the dark side, but I did not. I'm actually a shiny, bright little star and I'm all about pushing the positivity, the, the envelope of positivity, making making the good. And uh, but it was a worthy contemplation, and I did think about that a lot. It's like, yeah, you know, I uh, I'd be easy to, easier to find, right? It's like, oh yeah, what happened? Oh, the one th- this one-handed guy attacked me, or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just you know, it's not like having a tattoo on your shoulder or something. And then I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that when I was thinking about what I wanted to, what story I wanted to share for this podcast, podcast number 172. Yes. Hey, hey, my friends. This is just a quick little story about how having one hand, basically, I was mistaken for a criminal and I got, I like to say, slightly accosted. By the Boise Police Department. Yes, indeed. This was many years back. Now, I work across the street from one of the hospitals in Boise, Idaho, and I've been working in the same building for 20 years. I walk across the street very, very often, sometimes every day to get either a cup of coffee or some juice or breakfast uh, maybe even some kombucha, who knows, but yes i I actually have spent so much time at this hospital. people thought I worked there the other the people that worked there asked me why i wasn't at the employee party. <laughs> I should have worked that one, and i've worked people people have asked me what floor i've worked on in the hospital, and i've just i'm like oh i'm on i'm on um floor five they're like really floor five, yes i'm a medical intuitive, and this one woman. <laughs> This one woman said, oh, we need more of that. And then the next day I saw her and she's like, you just lied to me. (laughs) Yes, yes, I did. Because I've spent so much time at the hospital, right? But this one time, okay, this one time I was walking into the hospital and I didn't really notice, you know, that there were a lot of police officers hanging around. I did notice one police car... (laughs) And then I noticed a couple of police officers. And I've seen this before at the hospital. You know, bad people get hurt. They need to go to the hospital. This kind of thing, car chases, car wrecks. But as I was walking into the hospital, I looked over at this one cop and he, he had a funny look on his face. Like, I should have read it at that moment and I should have stopped and said, hey, what's up? But I didn't really think that much about it because I'm not doing anything wrong. Right. And I walk probably 15 feet into the hospital. And right there is the coffee shop that I go to all the time. I'm walking towards the coffee shop. And then lo and behold, from behind, these two police officers grab the ends of my body. Right. They grab my arm and my short arm and they kind of, you know, they put me in a compromising position. It wasn't anything necessarily aggressive overly aggressive, but it was, I mean, they were definitely trying to contain me. And at first I almost started to fight, but I thought, mm, maybe not a good idea. And you, th- th- now here's here's the funny part. This cop leaned into me and he said, we're, we've been looking for a guy with one arm. And he, he kind of was a butthead about it. You know, and I there. I got people that know me at the coffee shop, the security guard is watching this whole thing going on. I, I've known this guy for 15 years. And I looked right over my shoulder and I said, what arm is he missing? And they, <laughs> the, both those cops energetically froze because they had no idea what arm the guy was missing. And I was like, you don't even know what he's like, let me see your ID. And I He's like, is it okay if we search your, uh, take out your wallet? And I, I didn't say anything. And then the next thing you know, he's taking my wallet out. And then he looks at my name. And at that time, my legal name was Alexander. And he's like, oh, oh, Alexander. And I wanted to say, yeah, what'd you think my name was? Tyrone? Because they were being a couple of buttheads. Oh yeah. It was totally inappropriate. Totally inappropriate. You know? And, uh. Yeah, they kind of sized me up and then they let me go. And I was just like, you know, you guys are uh, like gangsters. They rolled up on me. And, you know, I wanted to dig in a little bit deeper. Like, you know, you don't even know what arm a guy is missing that you're looking for. And you're just like bum rushing non two handed people. I think, you know, I mean, basically it's a form of profiling it was just, you know what? I actually I actually wrote a letter to the police department and I called the police department and I, I wanted to, I, I tried to file a, a grievance because I thought it was so uncool, but they didn't feel there were grounds enough for that. Now, I'm just sharing you with that story because, yeah, you know, here's the thing, like, they're just grabbing one-handed people off the road because they're looking for a, whatever, a one-arm guy. But here's the thing. And I, I added this podcast down in the links. This is one of my earlier podcasts on my website. Often people ask me what it's like to have one arm. And, you know, I don't want to bust anybody's bubble, but I might not have two hands, but I am fully armed. I have two arms. I just don't have two hands. Now, I didn't want to get that deep into it with those cops, but I kind of should have. But they got the message when I asked them, like, well, what arm is that guy missing? You know, I didn't want to be like, well, I don't have, you know, I might not have two hands, but I'm fully armed. But I'll tell you what, I was not at all pleased. Like, I felt profiled, uh, discriminatorily, uh, disability-based profiling, right? Not a racial thing, but just more like you know what? It was an ugly, ugly situation. And I felt bad. And the security guard, man, he felt so bad for me. He he said later he talked to those guys. And I made it kind of a big deal. Like, you don't even know who you're looking for. You can't just be taking people down, so to speak. Like, if I had to put up a fight, who knows what would have happened. God. And there were a lot of police officers there. So yeah, they're looking for a one-armed guy. But sorry to say, my friend's I'll say it one more time. I'm not sorry to say. I might not have two hands, but I am fully armed. And that, you know, that just goes back to the beginning of the story about my friend where he was like, wow, Sensei, you know, I'm glad you're not a criminal because you'd be easily identifiable. And you know what? Yes. Yes. And if there's any reason why I want people to remember me as a one-handed person is because I am doing great, shiny, bright, cool things. And I'm, I'm trying to I'm changing the world in my own little universe, connected to everybody else's little universe in this great big universe. Just trying to make great things happen, shiny and bright. Yeah, those those guys brought me down. Like the Boise police officers. Bummer. Bummer. Well there you go, my friends. This one's just short and sweet this week just popped into my brain earlier today when I was thinking about stuff. All that stuff kind of rolled together because I was counting some money. And then I was remembering what my friend said, and then it led to that little incident with the Boise Police Department. So, you know, life has a way. everybody's got beautiful stories to say, to share, to express. If we just really look deeply into ourselves, Beautiful things happen all the time. Incredible experiences happen all the time. And here I am, my friends. One hand speaks, just sharing some stories with you all. Okay, let's make America great again, my friends. Mask up. Mask up and vote. Let's make America great again. Let's vote for change. And with that, my friends, stay safe, be cool. See, I told you, he's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.